The Alpha Sessions with Ron Laver. Welcome to this edition of Alpha Sessions. My name's Ron Laver, and with me in the studio today we have MP Clark Martin. How are you today, Martin? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, and you. Thanks for coming down. Um, you you came to our attention uh, earlier on in the year with an album you you had out, and uh, that one was called Draws Through the Ceiling. Yeah, I've been, I, that appeared in the um, lockdown uh, as a... Paul McCartney copied me, actually. He did a lockdown album as well. Oh, um, I didn't realise it was your idea first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, I've got another one coming through, um, but it's it's taken a bit longer than I sort of imagined. It, they, they were uh, um, songs from the past, a lot of them, that I'd never really captured properly recording my, so I, I did that. And there's another about ten that I want to do as well. Mm. So, that yeah, that'll be coming out at some point in the near future. Okay, it's interesting you say that because um, one of the tracks on that album was uh, uh, Mystery Girl. Yeah. And uh, you, you've had quite a career up to now. I mean, you've played in other bands. Yeah. And, uh, and written for other bands. And, uh, and I notice uh, Mystery Girl was actually, uh, I, I saw a video of it with the trampoline station yes tra- trampoline situation there was a and there's one before as well we i that song has been around since 1984 i think it was <laughs> like that and it's got loads of different versions and i've never ever caught it until i think i have with this I, i've played and played with that um lyrically it stayed the same but it's been the, the structure of it and i think on this record it's it's got it's captured it's it's there, touch wood. Mm. It's, it, it, well, I, I listened to it for the first time, obviously, on on your album, on your new album, um, but to, and was uh, immediately taken with it. Um, it's it the the tracks and the tracks played today are very um, easy listening. I don't mean that no, in, no, in the no, derogatory yeah, right, or in yeah. the way people think of easy listening. It's just easy on the ear. And and very easy to get hooked on the melody. Yeah, I think that's that's what I do when I do stuff by myself. Generally, um, that's probably not quite true, but um, then that, that's where I've come from in the distant past. Is been melody, uh, minor seven chords from the seventies, pilot magic, all those uh, Andrew Gold, those things. I always. Um, a part of what I sort of link into when I write songs by myself. Um, I'm different in band situations because you've got other people, and it does tend mm. to rock up a bit. I'm not a rocker really. I'm a, more of a more of a softy, melodic sort of soul. I think. Well, I was I was going to say, listening to you play today, um, I, I felt like saying you're just a softy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think. I think. Uh, yeah. I think my music is uh, your music does represent you. When you do it by yourself, it's what what's in you. And mm. you. I mean, you can hide yourself, can't you? In your life, you have to have persona masks around you. To, but I think your music, when it's, it comes out as it is by yourself, it's well, yeah, I've, I've got that in me. Yeah. When when did you first start playing music? How far back does it go? Well, the first, I think my first introduction, my first record I bought was through football funnily enough it was it was back home by the england football squad yeah 
70 was it 1970 it must have been yeah I, it would in the 70s probably 1970 yeah that was the first thing then that oh, i remember the, i can still see the single and then i bought crocodile rock uh elton john and then it just went on from there and then i got captured by i went to a party um 15 or so and it was uh dark side of the moon that's stuck in my head and comes through it probably doesn't come through, it's not apparent in this but that's always there rumors as well um writing was in the late 70s early 80s probably and then i just i was immediately drawn to the beatles obviously um paddy mcaloon prefab sprout um xtc that that, that sort of melody stuff um and then since then i've i've sort of gone through various formats where um you know i think this is this is going down the wrong route but it always comes back to this stuff it does always come Mm. back if i'm left alone um that's what i come out with Mm. that that sort of um singer songwriter um tune it's it's interesting you say that because you know you mentioned about bands and and singles with melody and and that's what i said at the start you know you've got you've got that melodic feel some music you listen to and and you're waiting for a melody to come out yeah uh but yours hit me on all the stuff i've heard of you and everything you've done today um it hits me straight away the melody it's very strong yeah i think i think that's what happened to be with I wish I could remember the very first song I heard. I, I don't know what it is. But I, I track things down like, um, oh, whoa, whoa, it's magic. I remember that from a kid, but yeah. I didn't know what it was. And as I, when I sort of, in my teens, I tracked down what it was and bought it. And it, it, that's sort of there and that melody. But even listening to classical music, it's the... It's the fluty bits or the, the the nice violin bits that always mm. pull me into it. Mm. it I, it's that sort of um, flightiness, I think. Yeah, it. I can I can really um, sort of uh, sympathise with that. You know, it, it, it you sound very much like my musical taste. Oh, right. You know, are on sort of harmonies and melodies, and exactly the same classical music, and. Yeah, you know those those little solos and those little pieces that keep repeating through through. Yeah, music. they get you, don't they? I'm yeah. trying to think. I don't. I don't. I'm not a sort of a, a expert at all on it, or classical stuff. But, but there's little. I'm trying to think of a riff. Um, I'm not a riffer. I don't like riff. I like. I do, uh, but I, I wouldn't be uh, go to rock riffs. But there's little bits. Johnny Marr is a good example. Mm-hmm. He he puts in these beautiful. If you took, I, I always think if you normally. Um, like the Sex Pistols, if you took John Lydon out, um, you know, it's not my sort of stuff. With him in it, it is. Um, and the Smiths, if you took Morrissey out, um, the music still is very odd, I think. It's really interesting. It sounds like something from hundreds of years ago, the actually melodies in it. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got some great stuff, I think. OK, let's, let's hear a track from you now. Um, the first one you sang for us today, Is This What You Call Love?, Tell me something about that one. Um, that is, that came from when I was at school, when you're forced to learn sort of poems and things, which I've grown to quite like now. But 
there was a poem by John Dunn called The Flea and our English teacher was great and he used to talk, it was about love and the mingling of blood in a flea and that always stuck with me. I thought, wow, what's that mean? You know, we didn't really understand. And, and the concept of love stays, obviously, we, we you know, you love your mum, you love your dad, you love your dog and your rabbit and when you're a kid and then as you get older, it all, you try and work out what it is or not maybe work out, but you experience it. And uh, this is sort of trying to get both sides of it because it's not always um, sort of up there as a positive thing. I think it links in with negative as well. So, yeah, it's a song about that. He almost died in your arms Well, look at him now He's turning away and you just don't care Why is this what you call love? She's got a hole in her soul It just won't heal up You're trying your best to interrupt Why is this what you call love? I cannot feel what I'm supposed to feel. It's like control, controlling when I will. See it ever so tight with you on my right and them in our light and cry every is this what you call love? We brave another new day Then throw it away In anger we pray Together we stay Is this what you call love? You see the balance is wrong But you just won't give up you allow her a drink from your special cup Why is this what you call love? He's got a fire in his eye He's aching to learn If a motherless world can continue to burn Why is this what you call love? I cannot feel what I'm supposed to feel. It's like control, controlling when I will. See it ever so tight with you on my right and them in our light. And cry every night Is this what you call love? We brave another new day Then throw it away In anger we pray Together we stay Is 
this what you call love? Is this what you call love? Is this what you call love? Is this what you call love? Is this what you call love? The Alpha Sessions with Ron Laver. You've played in a number of bands over the years. Uh, you're currently in a duo at yeah. the moment. Tell me something about the bands that you've you've been in, and and you know what the scene is with your your duo partner sure. and how that mixes in with what you're doing now as a solo artist. Yeah. Um, the first uh, going along with the melodic idea, the first band I was in was a, a what they used to call jangly jangly sort of guitar stuff. Um, and it's called Jump on Tufty, um, and we were together for a year or two, and then that turned into something called the Auctioneers. Um, we got a little bit of sort of we we got um, a tune on um, one of these C eighty six compilation albums. Uh, after I mean played around London and um, uh, all sorts of gigs and things, and that sort of ran its course as bands do, I think, unless you sort of you get some carrot you all bite onto. Then it moved, where did we go after that? Tra trampoline situation, which was an acoustic um, uh, viola, um, double bass. Uh, again, songs, uh, melodic songs. Was that the one, there was a girl in that band? Yeah, it? yeah, Claire, she was the viola player. Um, but all of those three bands were basically working with traditional song structures. You know, we were first chorus, first chorus, middle eight, melodies, um, and oh, I lose track of what the next one was. Elastic, I think. Elastic was different. That was like a, a bit more free form. I was a singer. I didn't. I wasn't involved in the writing. It was as such of the music. I was. I was the, uh, like jumping about more on stage and. Um, more lyrically involved in that, but the actual music was down to a jam between the other three. Um, I loved it because I was off the hook in terms of like um, the guitar. You know, I could jump about. I used to wear masks, and it was it was a good thing live. But again, it, it sort of it ran its course, and then it then I met Mark, who I work with now. We've been together for twenty odd years, in a thing called Those Men, um, and he's. Uh, We've both got a, a, a sort of a, um, a link up with prog, prog stuff. Um, he likes, and I like, early Genesis. And we, he was recording a band I was in, and we got together, been friends since, and we musically joined. And um, he sort of pulls me along. He's, he's a fantastic musician. He's, he's a, I don't know why he's not a well-known bully. He locally is a, a bass player. He's a fantastic bass player. Uh, he pulls me along musically. It's a bit challenging in terms of I've got my sitting with the guitar, and he he tends to he'll put ideas in, pull that apart, put his bit in, and it, it's a good concoction. Those men, and we've got something coming out or um, uh, next week uh, a record. What's that called? Fecundness. Fecundness. It, it's a sort of we worked in, we worked in concept albums. We've been generally doing all sorts of different areas. Uh, ranging from a, we did a thing that took two years called Theme and Simpulse, which was a, 
a man man's full second thought process and the album's got 40 odd songs it's a really i think i was doing something like this and the guy said it's not really prog your stuff it's too short you know you don't and i thought right you wait so this thing's at 43 songs with a book so i thought we're going to push it but this one's about the uh, growth because it was it came through lockdown uh, and you think this is going to be all right, it's going to come out, we're going to all grow, and it, this is a growth thing around a river and rebirth and all that sort of stuff. Mm. It, it's interesting because what you talk about, and I, and I did find a lot of stuff when I was researching you on uh, on those men, and I wasn't expecting the sort of music you've played for us today here. Yeah, it's different. I think these wouldn't these wouldn't get on a Those Men album, they, well, they might do, but Mark would sort of hammer them out, pull them apart and put his bits in and it would be something different, um, which is what I do, we do, and it, mm. I, I love it. Um, this is more my sort of muse of me in a rocking chair and this is my stuff from, you know, I like the minor sevenths and yeah, as I was banging on about earlier. Yeah. But, yeah, it's quite different. It's a different... It can take... Um, I like lyrically with the stuff I'm doing today... They're, you know, love songs. These are love songs. There's a few that aren't, but they're, you know, they're love songs. And there's not a lot hidden in there. But with those men, it's a little bit more, a lot of crosswords, some of it, I think. Mm. Talking of love, the lunacy of love. There's a track uh, you played. Tell, tell me about that. Well, as we all, we've all sort of been through, through things where love's sort of fallen apart or it's gone somewhere where you wouldn't... Um, uh, the sort of more positive side of love um, you want, I suppose, and we don't want the other bit. Um, this is sort of me in at a time where I'd been having a bit of that going on, and uh, I, it was quite sort of, uh, and then it wasn't, and I realised it's a bit of a mad thing, love, because it jumps around. Um, there's a thing by um, St Augustine, I think he said. He, he basically said, love. Like extreme love is quite damaging. It needs to be wider and and lower in frequency almost. It's, it's far more poetic than I can put it. But um, and I think th- this was spotting that I suppose mm. that it can be. It pulls you backwards and forwards, doesn't it? It's a bit mad. So it's like sort of full on love is is sort of like almost too much. Yeah, it we can need be, something can't it? that's on a that's there but not taken over your life, is that...? Uh, yeah, that sounds a bit sort of shallow, doesn't it? I, 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 <laughs> well, my no, partner's I, not listening, because yeah. it's yeah. like... But so, we, we, <laughs> yeah, mine <laughs> too. No, but I, I, did you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it's I like, do, yeah. It's there, you know it's there, you're comfortable with it, you're both comfortable with it, you both know how you feel, you don't need that constant... Yeah, I think you know we get we, when you meet somebody or a situation that's really full on. It's brilliant. It's so, but that if you kept that intensity yeah. going, you you yeah. burn out, wouldn't you? Because it can be. Oh, it's great. Oh, I've upset her. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> you've you know. been in my house, yes. haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I kept it well away from things that I feel. Love is just a word, but not real Then a sweet madness overturned Every single thing that I had learned 
Everything around me at last The energy of love puts life in my grasp Suddenly the world's undone and free At long last it's happened to me Fire inside of my soul Lifting and turning me to where I must go Love is the empire in which I must live I lose my sanity with every kiss Alpha Sessions with Ron Laver. As the duo, those men, uh, you've been recording with a company called uh, Minds Behind the Music. Yeah, yeah, we 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 recalled actually with uh, in uh, in our Mark's EMP studio, but Minds Behind the Music of of, of uh, kindly uh, or uh, picked us up and uh, and have put are going to put out one of our albums on their label. And also uh, um, one of the songs off the album on a, on a compilation that's uh, for uh, Born Free, the Born Free Foundation charity. Mm. Yeah. So this, th- that's what I was, I was sort of getting to. Minds behind the music are a, a non-profit organisation, and uh, is that is that something you're passionate? It, it seems again, reading your background, it seems that that's something you're passionate about in terms of the environment. And and you yeah. know the 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 well being of the of the planet and our environment. Yeah, know. I mean, I, I I don't mind a bit of profit, but um, I the there's concept. Yeah, some of the concept stuff those men have done have, has been. There's one. Um, uh, this the new one. The new ones in that area of uh, you know leave it alone. It's. Uh, well, not quite that, but growth. It's powerful. There's that old, I can't remember who said it's that old adage of, you know, if you if you kick nature out the front door, it comes in with a pitchfork through the back door. Mm. It's, it's sort of addressing a bit of that. Um, but, yeah, we did a, an album called Ponky Hates Pollution, which has uh, got bits of um, that um, stuff. In. I, I, that came from uh, um, uh, the an incident I was in a camper van and looked down out the window and these two girls had just chucked um some cans out the min, a mini window and um 
I said, I can't believe you did that. I looked down. I won't tell you what. I'm not allowed to swear on the radio, but they just did that and uh, drove off. But I've, it's that way flippancy people have with rubbish. I've, I've worked with people who've said, well, you know, there's people people get paid to pick it up. But it's it's more the mentality of mm. doing it. Mm. It's more respecting this, you know, and, mm. and being with it more. You, you, I hope you don't mind saying, you and I are both sort of at the wrong end of our life at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right, okay. do, do you think there's going to be... Do you, do you think it's going to be all right? Do you think there's going to be much left for our children? In, yeah, I think you, everything's all right all the time, really. It's, it's just we dance around it. I don't think... Um, I don't think humanity... Will, it's not going to... We're, we're just a, a part of a massive picture, I think. Um, I don't want to sound a bit, a bit like you know, you're not thinking about it, because I do, but... Um, and you do have to make efforts, but uh, yeah, I think everything is all right. It's just we we tend to create chaos around ourselves for some reason, like we do. We're talking about love. We tend to do that, um, but underneath or outside, it, I think everything sits clear. Really, mm. you you obviously um, you you write about love. Uh, what else inspires you to write? What what makes you sit down and think, oh, I'm going to write about that? Um, dreams. I've been really, am still interested in uh, Jungian stuff and I've read a fair bit of his things and uh, the dream world, especially with those men and Mark's abilities with uh, studio stuff, you know, I can go literally... Uh, this song's about um, a mole that wears a yellow hat and dances down the street singing, and he'll and he'll get it on the instrument. I mean, he's very he's very good. He's uh, on the on the fecundness sound. There's a song called Murmuration where a murmuration of birds um, flocking and going. He gets it with um, some instruments. I can't remember what he used, but. Um, I've forgotten your question now. What was the what, rabbiting on? What was, what was the question? <laughs> I, was ask, I was asking you about what sort of inspires you. Oh, yeah, write, you know? yeah, yeah. So, you know, it'll be a dream. It could be um, anything like emotively. Um, you know, you might meet somebody you think, why is that person get on my nerves? I mean, Jung used to say, if you if somebody really is um, extreme in like one one way or the other, you've got a bit of that in you. And I sense I'd write about that a bit, a bit more sort of like the theme and sympulse thing. He's he's all that he you're going into his thought processes. Mm. So I do t sometimes try and through my work outside of music, I've worked in with people and we've had to look at th uh, the mind and thoughts and how it was disrupting them and stuff like that. And I tend to look at that in writing sometimes. Mm. But the other thing is um, we did a sort of album called Car Park and it's loads of little characters living in a car park, like the, t the tarmac and the bottle recycling, and they've all sing a song. And that came from going to me and Mark walking to the pub and he, I think he said, he said, oh, we should do a thing about a car park. And then we just did that. It, it's because we had the sort of luxury. When I first started, if you wanted to write, a, uh, record a song, you'd have to get £50 each and go mm. in the studio and you get like an hour or whatever. And you just had to do it. And it, well, it's what it was. But with, with he's set up or our set up, we can spend 
uh, as long as we want. And it's got it's got its negatives as well because you can disappear up <laughs> your, um, the wrong end. But yeah, yeah, it can do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that's uh, and that's one of the bonuses, isn't it, of, of the technology yeah. today? It's been really fascinating talking to you. Yeah, I, I just got a, a a couple of other things I wanted to ask. If you could play with any musician that you've seen over the years, live or dead, if you could be up on stage with them, playing with them, on stage. God, that's a question. Um, I'd have to get over my uh, sort of thing of them. Um, I've always, I mean, I'm a massive Beatles fan, and people go, oh, do you like Lennon or McCartney? Um, it'd be one of those. I'd, I think I'd be more scared of Lennon in terms of, because he's singing. I think he's singing, so I've never heard it. He's in the pot. It's emotion. Not that McCartney's isn't, but I'd probably say Paul McCartney because... Um, of his his melody, um, I just I'd be um, if I could just sit in the background and do a harmony to something he did, it'd be enough. I wouldn't I wouldn't dare do a duet or anything, but um, some yeah, probably him. Great. Okay, um, so just uh, before we let you go, that your you've got a, a your your current album uh, um, "Draw Through the Ceiling" is available at the moment. Um, your new album has it got a t- uh, got a, a, a title? Yeah, I think but it's sifted. I think I was going to call it sifted two, T double O, because it was a sifting through past songs and trying to find the ones that you know you might get be somewhere and somebody goes, oh, well, I don't mind that one or I like that one. And you and you, I've I'm, and the ones I'm fond of, and I, I say I've bet twenty odd or so, mm. uh, sifted two, but it's um it's taken a bit longer because. The, the the lockdown, you know, we're all in in inside, so the time was there, uh, and the intent was there as well, because you know you're sitting thinking, oh, I'm going to get this. Now the world's opened up again, and I'm sort of those men, it's taking its yeah. time, but it'll happen. It'll yeah. happen. So you've not got a, a release date no, for that, no. but you have got a, a new those men. Yeah. single coming well it's an album we've it's got an, an album. album yeah it's coming out on the 22nd of april it's right. also my birthday which is not, that's by coincidence um but yeah it, it's it's called for kindness and it's uh, 12 tracks out on the minds behind the music uh label and you can get it um i'm allowed to advertise like this mm. uh, you can get it via the those men uh site which is thosemen.co.uk and that was my next question for yourself, for MP Clark. Um, how can we find out what you're up to and on yeah. your socials, etc.? Yeah, that's just MP Clark songs, and that's uh, with an E, isn't it? That's Clark. with with an E. Yeah, that's MP Clark songs. That's the website, and that links into um, Twitter. All the ones that I've sort of um, uh, learned how to use over the last year. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. I feel your pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, we're going to hear one more track. Uh, the word is love. Um, why don't you introduce this and tell us uh, what, what it's about? Yeah, this was sort of like, uh, this is an old one as well. This is from a long time ago. And it's just one of those old um, uh, films where you've always got the, probably like a 20s type situation where 
There's, they're, they're, I'm sure they weren't always walking around in ball gowns and those suits they used to wear. But the image of that is a man and a woman with him being chasing her and her being a bit coy, but mm. wanting him to chase her. It's a bit, it's that sort of thing. Okay, well, enjoyed our chat. Yeah, and, great. Uh, maybe have to get you back with your partner um, of those men. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Martin. Cheers. I've often wondered what it really meant A word I'd heard in films and songs It's always heaven sent They see it in your eyes Or so they say The memories of love will Never fade away Hand in hand under the moon Undying promises Made to the stars above A little tear, a little smile I'll see you soon, he says It's you, it's me, the word is love The hero meets the damsel She's always in distress and very often he will spill some wine upon her dress She will say it's nothing, nonsense he'll reply I will buy another as long as you will fly Hand in hand under the moon undying promises Made to the stars above a little tear, a little smile, I'll see you soon, he says It's you, it's me, the word is love Hand in hand under the moon on dying promises Made to the stars above a little tear, a little smile, I'll see you soon, he says It's you, it's me, it's you, it's me, it's you, it's me, the word is love The word is love The word is love The word is love